Welcome back to Holy Interruptions Podcast. Today is a beautiful day, but it is a hot one in Kihei. It is warm as all get out and there is no breeze, which is unique. Usually there is quite a bit of a stirring of the wind and this week it decided to settle and I moved this week. So I have really been feeling the heat, but I couldn't be happier with where I am in life right now. I am so grateful for my new home, my roommate, the new cat. If you hear meowing in the background, that is Hana. <laughs> I'm sure you'll hear her in future episodes. And I'm very excited to come on here today because we are kicking off a new series. It's called Atomic Habits and Faith. It's a series based off of James Clear's bestseller, Atomic Habits, um, the titular title. And it centers around psychology and the power of change on a micro level, on an atomic level. And we'll be going through the book and looking at it chapter by chapter through a Christian perspective to merge one of my favorite non-Christian works and self-help books with my Christian faith. I love this book. I've recommended it to many, many people. I put it on my Instagram every few months to encourage people to get it. But the thing that is missing from this book for me is that deep connection to Jesus and how we can use what is in this book and what James Clear has done a beautiful job of um, analyzing and bringing down to a very simple conversational level and very easy to understand and merging that with who Jesus is and how we as Christians can understand this book in the context of who we have been placed in the world to serve and glorify in our purpose. So, that is the series we are starting. I'm very, very excited to get into it. I threw out a few ideas in the last episode and people responded and the people wanted Atomic Habits. So here we are. And I guess I should start off by saying, what is Atomic Habits? What, what is this thing that I keep referencing? So James Clear is one of the world's leading experts on habit formation. He has studied it, he has written about it, and one of the things that makes him so brilliant is he understands the science behind it, and yet he's a phenomenal writer. So he can communicate all of these different theories and scientific things on a very basic bite-sized level that makes it just super easy to track with and understand and has a huge impact on the listener. And he did a podcast not that long ago with Brené Brown, another person whose work I've really enjoyed. And I'll link that podcast in the description. It's a two-part series and they have a conversation that is so worth listening. A lot of what this series on my podcast is going to cover, they do kind of a summary of over on Brené's podcast. So it's definitely worth listening to. It's a very engaging, entertaining kind of interview process where um, James Clear is just telling Brené Brown about this book. And I really, really enjoy it. So please go listen to that. It'll be linked in the podcast description. And one of the things that I really like about James Clear is that he always says in his writing and in his podcast or whatever interviews that he's still learning. You know, he's an expert in habit formation, but he's still learning how to build habits. He's still finding tips and tricks and figuring out how to implement 
what he has studied and written about. And the fact of the matter is that like we're we're humans with with failings and 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 we don't always get what we believe done, if that makes sense. You know, we can know everything there is about crocheting, but we you know, might not be an amazing crocheter. You have to put into practice and continue working at your skills with crocheting. I have no idea why that was the example that came to mind, but <laughs> there it is. And yeah, just James is so good about saying that habits are all about progress. They're not about perfection. And I think it's him, he goes, um, practice makes perfect, wrong. Practice makes improvement. And it's all about improvement. It's all about how can we make little changes um, on a very basic level to build improvement in the long run. It's about improvement. It's about investment. It's about progress. And so if you're wanting a quick fix to get your life in order or to shake up your faith and have it done and have a solid faith tomorrow, this isn't for you Um, because this isn't a quick fix. This is an ongoing process that is so impactful. It changed my life. I actually have read this book, Atomic Habits, three times now. I read it for the first time three years ago, and I've read it every year since. Um, And don't forget to listen to the whole podcast because I do have a special announcement at the end that I'm very excited to share with you. So listen through, and then we will get into that. And I should say, you don't have to read Atomic Habits along with this podcast. You are more than welcome to, and it's a fun way to get maybe more engaged and understand the material on a deeper level than what my summary will provide. And I'll provide a link to the Amazon storefront for the book should you want to purchase it and read along with it. I recommend it, and so as I'm reading, I will have Um, the quotes and the page numbers listed so that you can follow along if you should choose to. You don't have to. It's not a requirement. You can listen to the podcast and still understand everything without the book. But if you want to take it a step farther, the book is a great place to be. And I, I should say the book isn't for Christians. I've said this already, but just to be very specific, this is not a Christian book. But a lot of what is within the book can be applied to Christianity and to the faith, and that's what this series is about. So that begs the question, what are atomic habits? Why am I rambling about this author and habits and all these different things? What does atomic habits mean? And basically, he separates the two words. He takes atomic and he takes habits, and he defines them. And he has two definitions for atomic. The first is an extremely small amount of a thing, the single irreducible unit of a larger system. And the second definition is the source of immense energy or power. So when we talk about atomic things, we're thinking like back to elementary science where we learned about the atom and the nucleus and you can't get smaller than an atom. That is the type of habits that we are building. It is the very basic, smallest amount of thing, but also then the second definition, the source of immense energy or power, is the fact that even though that little micro thing exists, it has so much energy to um, build off of. So that's atomic. That's the first definition of atomic habits. And then we have habit. And James Clear defines a habit as a routine or behavior that is performed regularly 
an automatic response to a specific situation. And what I love about this definition is that it's not only something that is repeated, it's something that should become automatic. It should just be your natural response to things so that the more you do something, the more you instinctively do the next thing. And what's important about that is that it's not taking up as much brain space to remember to do something. You're able to just kind of go about your day and you know, when you are walking to your car, you remember to look for your keys. You don't have to think through looking for your keys unless you've lost them. Some people do, but you know to have your keys when you go to your car. You don't get at your car and go, oh gosh, I didn't bring my keys. So that's kind of what it is, is to simplify your life, simplify the processes you have in order to create automatic responses. So why are we talking about this book? Why does it matter? Why would I want to do a series on my podcast about it? Why should you even bother listening? I want to talk about this book because as a Christian, my faith needs to be active. It's not passive. If you're passive about your relationship with the Lord, you won't be seeing as much growth as you could be if you were taking steps to draw closer to Him. And I think it, there's a toothpaste slogan. I don't remember if it's Crest or Colgate or someone, but it says, if you're not whitening, you're yellowing. And I love that example, specifically when you apply it to being a Christian and being a faith, is that if you're not actively trying to maintain the whiteness of your teeth, if you're not whitening your teeth with toothpaste or different things, it will yellow because of the outside circumstances you have going on. You have coffee that stains your teeth. You have wine that stains your teeth. You have food that stains your teeth. And you have all these different things that are fine to consume. It's not going to necessarily kill you to have coffee, but it is impacting the whiteness of your teeth. So if you're not whitening, you're yellowing. And I think that's so true of being a Christian as well. We have the world around us. We have culture, society, people, friends who aren't believers, and they will all be impacting you. And they'll be impacting your faith. And so you want to make sure that when you are seeing society tell you different things, you're not just letting them yellow your teeth. You're choosing to go back to the word of God, you're choosing to whiten your teeth to bring this metaphor way past when I should have. (laughs) But that is why I want to look into this book is to say, as a Christian, we have the responsibility to keep our faith active, to re-engage with Jesus. And we do that through disciplines and disciplines are best done regularly. And to do that regularly, we need to build habits. So that's the connection for me of faith and this book. And I'm really excited to get into those habits and how we can build them. One thing I really do want to note, though, is that this book is very deeply rooted in success. And being successful people, accomplishing what you want to accomplish... And I think that is a little bit separate from what the Christian perspective would believe or view is that we are not put on this earth to be successful. We are not put on this earth to accomplish all of our goals and our dreams. And I think I think in some ways the Lord does give us dreams and goals to accomplish and he lets us be successful at different things. But the reason we are here, the purpose of our lives isn't to be successful. It's to spend eternity with Jesus and to glorify him. And so if your goal going into reading this book is going to be successful, 
then you will get many tips for that goal, but you might be missing out on the deeper purpose of what God has in store for you. And so that's why I want to kind of incorporate our faith life and this book because I am taking so many of the amazing tips and strategies that James offers and I'm tweaking it so that the purpose is to be rooted in Christ and be connected to him and to spend eternity with him. And because of sin, we fall short of the glory of God. We know that from Romans and we need help drawing near to him. And so we can put habits in place to draw near to him, to find ways to connect and ways to apologize and confess and do all these things that we need to do because we have fallen short of the glory of God. And success is defined as the product of daily habits, not once-in-a-lifetime transformations. So if you're wanting success, or in this case, if you're wanting to draw near to God, that comes as a result of daily habits. And that's on page 18 that James talks about that. And in this first chapter, kind of the introduction, he talks about a few different things. The first thing he says that I really love is on page 7, and it says, Changes that seem small and unimportant at first will compound into remarkable results if you're willing to stick with them for years. We all deal with setbacks, but in the long run, the quality of our lives often depend on the quality of our habits. With the same habits, you'll end up with the same results, but with better habits, anything is possible. And I read that and I was thinking about my faith and I was thinking, I'm not satisfied with my faith life right now. I'm not satisfied that I'm not reading my Bible as much or connecting with God as much. But if I continue doing what I'm doing and just hope that I feel God more or I feel more connected or things will change, that's not going to happen because with the same habits, you get the same results. And so if you want different results, you need to change the process and the habits that are in place. And so that might look like finding someone to hold you accountable. If you've tried over and over to read your Bible more often and it's just not working, call up your friend and say, hey, can we do a little Bible study once a week and talk through that? Or find some way to build that habit in order to get different results because if you keep doing the same thing, you're not going to see change. And he says on page 18, you should be more concerned with your current trajectory than with your current results. Don't look at your life now and get all upset and fed up and annoyed that you're not where you want to be. Of course you're not. We will never be where we want to be because where we want to be ultimately is in heaven with Jesus. And we don't get to have that while we're on earth. We get that when we die. And that's a beautiful amazing gift that he has offered to us. The free gift of God is eternal life with Christ Jesus our Lord. What an amazing reality. But we should be concerned with the trajectory. We should be concerned with where is our life right now? Where is it headed? Am I headed downwards into this stream of discouragement? Are you spending more than you're earning? Are you reading books for fun more than you're reading theology or reading about self-improvement, you know, whatever that is. Like if your goal is to be able to ride a bike, are you spending all your time on your skateboard instead? Or are you practicing on your bike? And what is the trajectory that is there? And he says, you get what you repeat. Whatever you repeat, that's what you, that's what will come. And so if you're repeatedly praying or repeatedly reading your Bible, you will, con- 
you will continue to do those things and you will feel that drawing near of the Lord because what's really happening is the Lord, His presence never changes. He is always the full presence of God. It's our nearness to Him that makes it feel different. We're the ones that are in and out and back and forth and around and, (laughs) you know, going through seasons of closeness, but He never changed who He was or how present or aware of you He was. And so habits help us put spiritual practices and disciplines into into place so that our faith can blossom and it gives us the freedom to start doing things automatically without having to go oh yeah I forgot to read my bible today you just get up and you do it because that habit's in place and consistency makes a huge impact on that and so that's something I love that you get what you repeat and I really believe that And in reading this book, some things feel so simple. They feel so obvious. They feel so small. They feel like they couldn't possibly make any difference, but they do because what we have is time. And over time, things change. And so you might be looking at your current situation, just frustrated, but over time, you will see progress happen if you choose to take that. And he gives an amazing analogy. I think it's on page 20 about an ice cube and he's talking about this ice cube that's sitting in a cold room and it's at 26 degrees and nothing's happening that ice cube is sitting there it's solid it's frozen the room is 26 degrees nothing else is going on and then the room goes up to 27 degrees and people are watching through the window to see what happens nothing happens the ice cube is still sitting on the table in the room that's now at 27 degrees and it goes up to 28, 29, 30, still no change. The room is not the same as it was, but it's, it's still, it still looks the same. It's not the same temperature, but you can't see any difference. You get to 31, no difference. But then you get to 32, and all of a sudden, the ice cube starts melting because it melts at 32 degrees. And so you see that difference is you needed every step getting from 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, and you didn't see any change until 32. But that change was coming. That change was getting closer and closer and closer, even if you didn't see it happening. And even if you didn't recognize that you were closer, it might've felt like you were stuck. It might've felt like nothing was changing and, and whatnot, but you were getting there. That ice cube was getting closer to melting. You just couldn't see it yet. And so going through the motions can be a way in which we connect with the Lord. If you're the ice cube, maybe what you need to do is start reading your Bible every morning. You know, you do that for one day. It's not, you're not going to see a huge difference. You do it for a week. You know, you might feel a difference? I don't know. But then you repeatedly read your Bible every single morning for a month, two months, three months, a year, four years, however many, you're going to see that difference. You'll have reached 32 degrees and that change will take place because you can't read your Bible every day and not be changed by Jesus. I don't believe it's possible because his heart is so strong and the scripture is so powerful. And so a lot of what this book talks about is how we have, 
you know, to build up to those results. It's not immediate. It requires patience. And in Galatians 6, 9, it says, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And I think what Paul is getting at in this is the persistence and the patience that is required in being part of the kingdom of God. And You know, in the example, we have this ice cube that we want to melt and we're excited to see it melt. But part of being a Christian is sitting in the reality that we may never see the ice cube melt. We are working for the kingdom of God and we are looking forward to his second coming, but we may never see God return during our lifetime. And so the question then is, do you believe that the work you're doing is making a difference even if you don't see it? Do you have the faith that God is using you and what you do to change, even if that change is so subtle and unnoticeable that it feels pointless? Because that is the faith we're called to. That is the faith we are called to live out. And so having those habits in place and building up those those actions and those habits to become more of who God calls us to is so important, even if you don't get to see the result, because we are not in our habits, looking for perfection. We're not looking for the final result. We're looking for progress. And as Christians, our call is to help bring more people in to connect and build the kingdom of God along with God. And that's what the purpose is. I promised a special announcement at the beginning of the episode, so here it is. I will be doing the first Holy Interruptions podcast giveaway. We are doing a giveaway with the book Atomic Habits. It felt only appropriate to gift one of you a book to follow along with this series. So if you're interested in um, getting the book and winning the giveaway, you can go to the Holy Interruptions podcast page on Instagram and there will be details for how to enter into the giveaway. I am so excited to gift this to one of you. This book changed my life and I believe it can change yours. Um, and so just bringing that book along with the Bible, which changed my life even more, like what an incredible thing. I'm so excited. So I'm really excited to do that for one of you. I hope you will enjoy that or look forward to it. I, like I said, there will be more information on Instagram, on the, um, on the Instagram page. The handle is at Holy Interruptions Podcast, and I'll put that handle in the podcast description as well. So you can find it there. No need to write it down. You can just copy and paste. So without further ado, I'm going to go, but I'm so excited to do this series with you, and I can't wait to continue for episode two next week.